Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. Guys, possums. If you're returning listeners of ours, you know you're a possum. If you're new, welcome. You are now a possum. So good afternoon, evening, morning, possums. Welcome to Offensive Points Game Previews for week five of the NFL season. Guys, it's a fun one. I am looking forward to all of these games. Uh, Go ahead and follow us at Offensive Points on Twitter. Follow us at IDP Army on TikTok. Get on our Discord. Leave us reviews on Spotify, Apple, whatever you listen to us on. We want to hear from you. Please talk to us. We love you guys and want to hear some more from you. So, as usual, I am here with Billy and Josh. What is up, guys? I just want to talk about some football, man. I know. I love the game previews. The game previews is fun. I like our I like our ranting and stuff, but I think this gets a little bit more uh, serious. And people, I don't I don't know what the statistics are saying, but for some reason they like our ranting too. But I also like to just get nitty and gritty and talk about the games. People love game previews, but you know what people love more than that? Going into their weekend with Urban Meyer. Next time I'm skipping my flight so I can get grinded on. Who doesn't? Anywho, let's get on to some game previews. I think Joe's going to start us out this week. Uh, What's your first game, Joe? Hmm. Let me see. I'm going to start off with the best one of the week. I'm going to start off with Casey and Buffalo at Arrowhead in Kansas City, Missouri. There's a slight chance of rain, but it's not going to happen. It's going to be a beautiful Missouri fall day out there. We have an over under of 56.5. And before we get too far into this, can we get a dun, 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 flash? Savior of the universe. I'll get that for next week. Don't worry. Oh, Flash Gordon is back, baby. I am so excited. Ever since 2012, this man does not quit. He's always in my heart. I love you, Josh Gordon. And I'm so happy to have you in the show me state here. Um, but we're not going to start him, and we'll get into that later. But anyway, um, the Bills defense is number one against wide receivers and quarterbacks, number three against running backs, and number five against tight ends, allowing Fewer than 10 fantasy points on average to each position. They are a true shutdown defense in this modern age of football, but they have played subpar opponents so far, so I expect them to be a little bit tested this week. The Chiefs are allowing, on the other hand, top 10 in points to every position group. So I expect KC to try to get Tyreek Hill going early this week to keep this defense on its toes, and Josh Allen is going to have very little trouble moving the ball up and down this field. Um... Edward Solaire will not get it done this week against his defense. And I think Singletary, out of all the running backs, has the best chance to actually perform in this game here with, with the shootout potential. He's probably going to catch some balls. So my start for this week is Mahomes, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Josh Allen, Devin Singletary, Stephon Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, and Dawson Knox. We are sitting Zach Moss and Clyde Edwards Solaire and Flash Gordon. Um, those are the only three in this game that I'm not really high on. So you're probably going to start CEH because you have to, but don't expect much from him. Can we stop trying to drop good players right now for Josh Gordon? <laughs> I mean, I've seen it all over the place. Should I drop this guy for this for Josh Gordon? No, just okay. One Casey has never 
in a long time had a true number two wide receiver. Josh Gordon absolutely could fill that role. But are we dropping a good weapon for him? No, we are not. So that's all I got on that one. I think the Bills win this one, and I think it's going to be a great game. So buckle up. I agree. I, I think that is a good good call. It should be a fun game. I, I'm very – Picked a hell of a primetime slate this year, so I'm really happy that they did that. Makes it good for the rest of us to watch after a long day of watching football. Yep. Nice little zone-out game. For sure. Okay. Well, I'll move on to the next game. L.A. Rams versus the Seattle Seahawks. Um, this Thursday night game should be fun. I, I like both these teams. They've had a lot of good offense over the years. Defenses middle of the package this year, but, you know, maybe this is a good bounce back game for them. My starts of the week are Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. I think this is the week that Robert Woods finally gets going, and Cooper Cup is perfect person to go against Seattle's defensive backs who have not all been that good this season. My sit is actually DK Metcalf, and it's for one reason. I think Jalen Ramsey – Yeah, I think Jalen Ramsey might try – to prevent DK Metcalf from having a good a good game. There's a chance that he it's a chance that he plays zone and he just handles whoever's in his zone. There's a you know, he's been doing that for all but last game where he took out DeAndre Hopkins. I think he might try it against DK Metcalf. He loves a good challenge and so I think he might do it. And that's why I like I would not be cons- I would not be, you know, for sure don't put him in a daily lineup. You probably don't have many other choices in your um season-long lineup, but I, I would not feel good about it. And my stop for this game is Jamal Adams. I'm going defensive this time. Jamal Adams has not had the same impact that he's had. He has missed on a couple of sacks. He's really not gotten his number called as much this year either. The opportunities haven't been there as much. But I I would say it's time to press the panty button on Jamal Adams. And if he doesn't get it done in this game, then I think that kind of should let you know that he was probably your number one pick in IDP leagues, and he should be concerned. Damn, that's all I got. I'm, I just do you not think that. that DK is just more of a man <clears throat> than Jalen Ramsey? I think when DK goes up against a good cornerback, he has trouble. Yeah, fair enough. I, honestly, DK hasn't looked his monsterish self this year either. So, I mean, he's yeah. looked good, but I don't know. I. I I like it. I, I I can be about that. I just I don't think you. Sit, I don't think you can sit DK Metcalf because no. you probably don't have a better option. But I'm just saying, if you like look on Sunday and you're like, "What the hell is DK Metcalf? Like, is he only a couple catches for, you know, twenty yards? What the hell's happening?" Like, I think this will explain why. I feel like DK Metcalf could physically eat Jalen Ramsey. He probably could. Like, if he wanted to. Him. He yeah. literally chased down Buda Baker like a lion with a gazelle yeah. last year. So. All right, well, um, let me let me go ahead and get into my game because three minutes, three minutes, three minutes, three minutes. Um, repeating it to myself because Billy will kill me if I go over three minutes. Um, anyway, so I'm going to start off with the worst game because they started off with their best games, basically. Um, so mine, I'm going to start with my stop here. It's New York Jets in Atlanta. Can I can I just can I just talk about how London gets two games this year? And did they give them some just great games? And I, I apologize to our UK listeners. Um, but they literally get Jets Atlanta this week and Jaguars Dolphins next week. And I believe that's the only two games. If I'm wrong, correct me. But I know London loves the Jaguars for some reason. But on behalf of all Americans, I am sorry for this. And this you basically got four top ten draft picks right now going on. Anyway, on to the game. Uh, Zach Wilson actually looked pretty respectable last week. I'm kind of worried about which Jet receiver to play here, though. Um, I think if you have Corey Davis, you're playing him. James Crowder looked pretty good coming back from injury too. So hopefully you grabbed him. Um, I don't feel super comfortable starting him, but in daily, like Joe said in the previous pod, maybe uh, Matt Ryan finally put up respectful numbers, but all of them went to Cordell. So I, you just don't know if don't, don't start Matt Ryan. Don't get, don't get greedy. Um, so that's my sit actually is Matt Ryan, really both quarterbacks, because I don't think you could honestly start. I don't think anyone's actually starting a jets quarterback, but uh, just don't be the person who thinks Matt Ryan's back. Uh, just sees the Jets in the matchup. You know, maybe maybe an early game you're excited or whatever. But 
I, I, I'd go pick up Heineke or someone else, maybe Sam Darnold or Daniel Jones is still out there. Just, just don't trust Matt Ryan yet. And my start is uh, I'm, I'm going deep here, and I'm really only talking in deeper dynasty leagues, but uh, someone who lost Monty and couldn't get Williams on the waivers, I, I'd be about starting Michael Carter here. Atlanta looks pretty freaking terrible. They're okay against the run, but they're not good either. So this game could just be hot garbage all around, or it could be a shootout. And honestly, I, I expect this game to be close no matter what. And Carter had 10 touches last week. I, I think he could get 15 here. Um, I'm, I'm giving him, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and project his points now. 15, 15 points in PPR, 80 yards and a touchdown. I, I, for some reason, he's not getting catches out of the backfield. So that's basically just all his stats right there. I think this that's is a what good you, one. Yeah. I just think it's what you grab yeah. him for. I agree. I agree 100%, 100%. And please, for the love of God, can we, if you have Cordell Patterson, you're trading him, right? <laughs> I have to. This I have cannot to. be sustainable. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. I, I will lay this out. The problem with trading Cordell Patterson. Who is trading for him? You're not trading a um, running back two for him. Like some people not, would absolutely. Anyone who looks at that game log thing and sees what he's been doing is gonna. I don't they're not gonna look that he played 23 fucking snaps last week. I think they're the gonna best... look at his game log and be like, "Oh my god, he put up 30 points. I want him." You know? I know, but in most leagues, when you offer that, like I think Chase Edmonds would be a good target if you could yeah. if you could snag Chase Edmonds from somebody for him. But you're not getting any. Like you're definitely not getting a, a RB one for him. You're probably no. not getting an RB two for him. You could get a good wide receiver though. Like yeah. I would just I would Fucking just Allen Robinson. Josh would do that right now. I would trade uh, Allen Robinson just, for Cordell Patterson right here's now. Here's the thing: I would just keep Cordell Patterson. What 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 evidence do you have you that they're going to twenty three snaps last week? It can only touchdown exactly. It can only go up. Like that's what I'm saying. Like he's he's overachieving based on what he's getting right now. If you put no. him into more snaps, then you... all right. Okay. So we all Urban agree. Meyer. We all agree that you start Cordell Patterson <laughs> until further notice. But we all agree that I mean nobody really. Josh, what were you saying, man? <laughs> I was just saying, you're, everybody agrees here that you start Cordell Patterson. We just, me and Joe, I guess, believe that he's not going to do this all year. I just Billy, don't think you're going to get the I do. Back. I think there are I people don't. out there right now in your league that see Cordell Patterson's numbers, and they have running back trouble. Say they drafted Monty and Sanders right now, and they're yeah. just like, fuck, what do I do? This is the Who, time to you capitalize. Would, tra- would you trade him for, like, Miles Sanders? Monty. I would not trade him for Sanders. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Dude, why I'm would, saying I would not do that trade if I was the Monty owner. Out. You, you can, can okay. Well, if you were, you can float anything out. That's fine. I'm not going to lie. If, Cordero Patterson is not going to score three touchdowns any money any more any, this entire any year. league with money in it, you're not getting value for That's Cordero not Patterson. true, though. There are dumb people in leagues, so. and there are people who look at numbers, and whether they've seen Cordell Patterson in years past or not, People are I looking at Cordell Patterson seeing a top five running back. Get away with it. But in money leagues, there's very low opportunity. I have Montgomery. What? Do you have Cordell Patterson in any leagues? Yes. I have him I have him in every dynasty league that I'm in, and then I have him in a couple of um, redrafts. You're okay, telling in me. In a redraft league right now, float out some trade offers, see what you get. Okay. I'll do it. All right. You're, t- you're telling me if you had David Montgomery right now and you had – Rough running backs, and someone offered you Cordell Patterson right now. You wouldn't accept it. I don't. I wouldn't. No. Why would you? I'm not starting Samaje P. Ryan right I now want, because of a Dobbins injury and a Montgomery. I want injury. David Montgomery on my team. I do too, but Patterson. four or five weeks. I mean, okay. Well, that, if you're like, one okay, and three a, right now. You are desperate. You are going to buy some stuff. Just saying. Why would the Cordell Patterson this. owner do that? Like because I, I they know. don't believe in him. Okay, and they're fair they're enough. trying to. They're I trying believe to, in. I believe in him more than you all do. That's all. That's, I don't disbelieve it. in this. I do not believe in him. I'm saying he's not going to score that many touchdowns and be that efficient. He's in not more been, games this season. He's been good the entire season. I don't know why he's going to suddenly stop this week and be bad. I, I never said he was going to be bad. bad. I was just saying he's at his highest value right now. Yes. I agree. I just don't think even at highest value, you're not getting anything. Like you're going to get David Montgomery, who will be out a month. I think that's you need the, to expand your horizon value. There. Expand your the highest value is a player that's going to be out for four weeks where you're not going to have that player for four weeks. That's highest value. 
Throw out Let's Cordell go. Patterson for TJ Hawkinson right now. I, I disagree. If, that trade. if if Cordell Patterson goes up and puts 18 points up or just 15 or something like that this next week, and DeAndre Swift has another bad week, I, I say you float that idea. I mean, okay. I think you're crazy. Say, say okay. Jamal Williams gets like 25 points this week and Swift gets five. Swift owners start panicking. Like, I listen to Joe, damn it. Why'd I do that? All right. Anyway, we'll talk about trade options next week. We'll, we'll do that in our little watch. You all segment. are bananas. We're not. We win. We win championships. We're not zero and four. I yeah. Well, okay. That was drafting, by the way. All right. So <laughs> we're gonna go down to Houston. <laughs> what? Urban Meyer. You, you, you want me to say something? Urban Meyer. I don't know what you want me to say there. <laughs> All right. So about that 0-4 team is I did have Cordell Patterson, but since he took up a running back and wide receiver slot, I couldn't keep him. And so I dropped him before he could really even do what he did last week. That 0-4 right. team is doomed. Dude, I'm just giving you shit. All right, Joe, no, talk, talk about Houston. What's going on it's in Houston this week? Doomed. All right, we're going we're gonna to hop on down to Houston for NRG Stadium when uh, New England takes on Houston. Uh, the over-under on this game is 41, so not even Vegas thinks a damn thing is going to happen. This game is going to last an hour and 15 minutes, and it's solely going to be Damian Harris running down the field. Davis Mills going three and out. Damian Harris running down the field. You you get it right there. Rinse, so, wash, rinse, repeat. Yes, exactly. It's a, it's a running back tight end game for New England. Um, they're going to be stacking everybody out there. They're going jumbo sets for the rushing game. I think Henry or... Johnny Smith could have a good game here. I like Henry. Uh, I don't think Johnny is going to be needed downfield at all. Um, like I said, this game is going to be over real quick. Um, the Brandon Cooks revenge game is going to turn into him wanting to resign with New England. So <laughs> we're going to start Damian Harris um, and one of the tight ends flip a coin. We're going to sit everybody else. And can we please, for love of God, stop with Brandon Bolden, who has been vulturing touchdowns for a decade now? Like, this is just obnoxious kind of turned into the pass catching back though he did yeah not which is not well but he he did get just the we need to stop with i'm so tired of seeing his name anywhere fair enough anywhere uh, oh uh, new england wins that game oh nice yeah good to know it's good to know all right can we can we do a fireball bet by the way about what yeah cordell patterson top 10 running back at the end of the season i'll take you i'll take it as well okay End it to my fireball tabs at the end of the season. Not, not wide receiver, but running back. Why would – okay. Well, they have him tabbed in both. But We're going running sure. back, yes. Yes. I believe that he will not. Yeah. All right, Billy, get to your game. Three minutes. Oh, yeah. I'll, okay, my bad. Um, so we're going to do San Francisco versus Arizona next. Um, San Francisco kind of coming off a disappointing performance against Seattle. I kind of expected him to win that game. They did look better when Trey Lance got in there, I will say that. He definitely gave him a spark there at the end of that game, but it wasn't enough. Um, Arizona coming in, I don't know how, you know, I don't know how we could have predicted this team was going to be this good. Um, and I think that's mainly because Kyler Murray is healthy. If you don't have – I think the correlation is if you have a healthy Kyler Murray, you can be an amazing team. If you don't have a healthy Kyler Murray, you're going to be a middle-of-the-pack team. So my start for this game is Arizona pass catchers. Anybody who catches a pass on that team, I'm willing to start them against Seattle's um, – the back end of Seattle. I think they can be had, and I think Hopkins is a good person to fire up. I think he's a good bounce-back week for him. Um, A.J. Green is on the table. I think even Christian Kirk might be able to to pull something off this week. Um, I'm not really sure what's going on with Rondale Moore. I, I would not trust him in my starting lineup just yet, but he is definitely somebody to hold on to because I think they just haven't really figured out or needed him these last couple weeks. My sit for this week is Ayuk and Kittle. So the reason I say that is because Arizona has actually been really good against tight ends, and I don't trust Ayuk. Those are the two reasons. I would you're really sitting. You're really sitting Ayuk right now. Yes, I'm kidding. I don't, I don't trust him. But yes. no, the the bigger one is Kittle. I don't trust yeah. Kittle in this lineup. Kittle is not a top ten tight end right now, and I don't think this is the week that that changes. Just the way it is. I mean, talent wise, he's top ten, but for the season so far, he's not top ten. So yeah, I feel bad for Kittle owners right now. 
I do too. And I don't think that this, it starts because I don't think Trey Lance, I think Trey Lance is going to like Samuel and Sanu and the running backs. I don't think he's going to, he didn't like, as soon as he got in there last week, Kittle went to the bottom of the pass catching uh, percentage of Lance's throws. So I know, uh, I know Jordan's thoughts on this, but what are your thoughts on the running backs when uh, Mitchell? I don't want any, I don't want any of them. I don't want any of them until Jeff Wilson comes back. I don't want any of them. Jeff Wilson will be good to I mean, start. Mitchell, why? Why do, do you? Well, I don't know about you, but why does Jordan hate Mitchell so much? He looks good because he doesn't want to be wrong about Sermon. And that's clearly but it. And Sermon actually, does look thing. good. It is. It's it's an ego thing. So well, that actually brings me to my stop. And my stop is trying to decipher Kyle Shanahan. Don't do it. It's a. It's a. It's kind of like trying to figure out. Well, I wasn't going to say figure out the. Uh, Golden State, they're not Golden State killer, the Zodiac killer, but you know they might have figured that out today. It's kind of weird, but don't try to decipher Kyle Shanahan. It, it's a, it's a rabbit hole of just nonsense and madness. You're never going to figure. Fool's it out. errand. It is. So don't try to f- figure out what he's going to do. Don't don't get cute with running back thinking this is this week. This is it. No, it's not. It's not this week. And I think unless he's named Debo Samuel Lance on that team. Kittle, but not this week. I wouldn't start him. Yeah, I actually dropped Ayuk. I, I, I'm all about dropping Ayuk at this point. I get why you wouldn't, and I get why you'd want to pick him up out of free agency. But it's a it's a small bench league too. I I still have right dynasty league. leagues. Hold on to him. He's like we said before the season. He's still younger than Trey Sermon <laughs> right now. Ayuk. So better days a, could be ahead. He's a buy low right now though. Oh, for he sure. Is. I mean, if deeper can... deeper redraft leagues and dynasty. Obviously, I think he's a massive buy low right now. So I agree. One good opportunity there. Even a ten man deep bench league. I mean, I I think you can sell him for pretty cheap. Honestly, like a Michael Carter mm-hmm. could buy him right now. That'd be um, a good trade. Anyway, wide receiver. Are you done? Okay, just want to interrupt. I, I had a lot to say about that game too. So I'm going to send out a trade real quick. So well, here we go. All right, feel free. I'm going to talk it's about dynasty. My... I'm turning it down. Just I'm going to talk know. about my thanks for Cooper Cup by the way for Ayuk. That's really panning out for me. Yeah, big bringing whoops. it up on every pod. Anyway, um, I'm going to talk about my team for a little bit. Philadelphia, Carolina. Um, I would say this is going to be a good game, but we don't know which version of the Eagles is going to show up, and our defense is awful. So we'll see. Uh, I'm looking forward to see how we operate against a not so good running back though. I will say um, we've played some pretty good ones lately and they've ran all over us. So the Eagles really haven't been that bad against the past this year until Tyree kill, but he's a different breed. So uh, they did stop Kelsey. So that's uh, he was underutilized, but you know, Carolina doesn't really have a tight end. So it's going to be interesting to see how we can stop DJ Moore. Uh, with that being said, you're still playing DJ Moore forever and always obviously. And Robbie Anderson, you're on the fence about, as uh, always, you know, so don't you just play everyone against the Eagles though? I mean, you know, anyway, so my start is Chubba Hubbard, uh, getting onto that because two, well, technically Zeke and, um, Pollard ran for like, I don't know, 190 yards total or something like that. So if it was one guy, it would have been 150. Uh, Edwards, Alaire had a great game as well. So if you picked him up and you, you know, you grabbed him and you played him last week. Don't, don't like, don't sit him because you're like, Oh shit. He didn't do good. He didn't look good. He looked terrible, but the Eagles rush defense is awful. All that being said, they could stop him. I just, I don't know. Anyway, also my sit and my start forever and always is also Jalen hurts. I didn't talk about that because I've talked about it enough. Um, my sit here is Miles Sanders. And we've talked about this. It appears Sirianni just doesn't want to realize that if you run the ball, you win the possession game. And until further notice, you're not starting Sanders unless you have no better option. If you have Gainwell, you could hypothetically play him in this place. I'd be okay with it. I wouldn't do it. I have him in a couple leagues that I have Sanders even, and I still don't want to do it. Um, and this, unlike what Billy's been saying, this isn't a slide at Sanders. Sanders actually looks great with the ball in his hand. They just don't <laughs> put the ball in his hand. It's averaging 4.6 yards per carry and has caught 11 of his 14 passes for I don't remember how many yards. So, And my stop, which I've already kind of talked about, so I won't go into too much of a rant here, but stop doubting Sam Darnold. Uh, dude looks great. I This this isn't the Jets. Uh, we've already gone over this. Um, 26% of leagues, 30 or something like that now. He went up about 5%. I think if y'all have Tannehill, which actually is hilarious because I wrote this way before, uh, you could drop him. If you have Lawrence, you can drop him. If you have Baker as your backup, I wouldn't if he's. I mean, if he's your starter, I'd get it. But I, drop I, I drop him too. He's just not good in fantasy. So he's currently the nope. sixth best QB. Think about it. 
pick him up if you can. I just, at the very least, have him as your backup. I get if you don't want to start him right away, but I would. Thing, I don't know if I would do Lawrence just yet. I don't know if I'd drop Lawrence. I get it. I was just naming some underperforming quarterbacks. Fair enough. Once Urban Meyer goes. As it shows once, in the back, just dance once, the back. Uh, once he he goes from Jacksonville, I, think I love that, that button. Trevin Meyer, Trevin, Jesus, Trevor Lawrence will be better. Trevin Meyer. I just, no. I'm, I was, I was naming three very underperforming quarterbacks that you probably drafted and have sitting on your sitting on your bench, and you're like, I can't drop him yet. You can. We'll talk about that next week again. Joe, Absolutely. what you got up next? Yeah, so we're gonna fly on down to Las Vegas to Allegiant Stadium, which is a dome, so we don't have to worry about any weather. But <laughs> Chicago and Las Vegas are gonna play each other. Um, Justin Fields year, it's been upgraded from a day to a year, so I'm very JFL. excited about that. JFL. Uh, yeah, let the rookie learn. Just let him do it. Let him do his thing. He's gonna screw up. Don't crucify him for it. He'll be just fine. Uh, Max Crosby is going to absolutely feast against Jermaine and Fetty. I don't see any way that they contain that dude. Um, and both defenses have been playing pretty well, so I don't expect a high-scoring game here. However, the Raiders have been gashed by receiving backs and tight ends this year, so I expect Damian Williams to be leaned on heavily. And I'm going to throw it back out there again. Everyone hates him. Cole Komet, he's been playing a ton of snaps. I think this is the week he might at least catch more than one ball. So the hill will die big. on. Yeah, not saying anything big, but at least more than one. Keep his he'll keep his carbine with his bayonet on, just fighting people off. Commit's the real deal. The one commit hill, and you'll see Joe's body with his damn musket. It's not a musket; it's bolt action. Anyway, (laughs) he said musket. (laughs) Anyway, uh, the Bears on the other hand are being beaten by the pass, so I think Waller, Renfro, um, are both great. I think Waller's gonna have a monster game, and and Ruggs is probably gonna get deep for one. Just gonna throw that out there. So DFS play pretty good. Uh, we're gonna start Damian Williams, Hunter Renfro, and Darren Waller. Uh, we are gonna sit Josh Jacobs. The Bears defense has been really good against running backs this year, so I don't think he's gonna do anything. And just please, can we stop not throwing 50-50 balls to Allen Robinson? I mean, just, dude, he's one of the best in the league. Just chuck it to him, see what happens. Anyway, I got uh, I got Las Vegas winning this game and moving to four and one. So. Nice. I'm, Should be a good one. I'm really hoping Laser and Blazer and Azer can figure out how to use Allen Robinson because God damn, am I tired of watching Allen <laughs> Robinson put up seven points? Yeah, I think we're, I think we're close. Give you Aik for him. <laughs> I just dropped him. I don't want him. Yikes! Different league, but still. Okay, well, I'll go on to my terrible game: uh, Miami versus Tampa Bay. Not saying it'll be terrible for the Tampa Bay side, but Miami, yikes! In for some. And for some rough, rough waters down there in Florida. So my start of this game is going to be a shocker, Fournette. Yeah, but he's actually been getting a lot of action lately. He has, and I think that Miami's run defense just let Jonathan Taylor, who's been having a bad year, just gash them. So I think now you just slide Fournette on in there, and he will be – I'm not saying he's going to do the same, but I think he'll be good in this game. I think it'll be good to get the run going um, against Miami because I think Tampa Bay will be up. My sit for this game is Miami running backs, and that's simply because Tampa Bay does not allow any running back to have a good game. The one thing that they're going to try to do every game is make sure that your running back does not have a good game. Um, Not to mention Malcolm Browns looked like ass. Miles Gaskins looked like ass. Everyone on the team looks like ass. Ass. A lot of ass down there. It's almost like Urban Meyer's down there. Alright, I know uh I know this isn't uh, Man loves mass. This isn't currently active, but um the Cardinals Justin Justin Turner just did a home run to tie it up. Woof. All right. Well my stop for this game is Miami pass catchers. I don't think Brissett's gonna be able to get him the ball. Guys, until Tua comes back, I think we might just need to cool it on the Miami pass catchers. Uh, I think Tua is better than Brissett. 
at pat just for the pass catcher's sake yeah i, I, I don't do. know he's been liking parker i'm actually pretty excited about parker well yeah except for parker in the last game miss he missed two touchdowns because you know bad thrown balls so uh, gesicki i think you can still throw him out there but the wide receivers i i don't think that this is a good good matchup for them and especially don't think i mean the, the cornerbacks are rough i will give you that but I would not trust a Miami pass catcher this week. We just need to stop until Tua comes back, in my opinion. That's all I got. That's fair. Tampa um, Bay rolls, by the way. I, I haven't. Told- he has a good week. Trade him. I haven't I said. Have I haven't it. said my winners. Um, I think the, uh, the underdog Eagles win against Carolina. This is my. That's my final. This is the first time I've called them in a while. Um, and I think that Atlanta somehow beats the Jets, but honestly, I don't. I don't want to call a winner for that game. Is that an upset? I don't know. Are they both garbage? Are either one yes. of them upsets? No. Yeah, exactly. So Whoever I'm just gonna. I, I honestly don't care who wins that game. Just I just want up their draft points. pick. Just give me some Ridley, man. I'm just anyway, ready to wake up and watch some fucking football. I am too. I'm excited about the 8:30 a.m. Kristen's doesn't know about it yet, and she's gonna be like, "What the fuck." <laughs> Anyway, to, so, all, to uh, all of our England listeners, I'm sorry that this is the game that you got. I already, Hello, governor. I already, I already did that. You you left. It's your fault. I know. They also I get did. they also get Miami Jacksonville next week. It's like the worst games. Anyway, all right. On to uh, an okay-ish game, divisional game, Detroit Minnesota. Um, it could be terrible. Uh, Minnesota probably wins, but I, I I don't rule Detroit out. After last week, I ruled Detroit out most of the time, but. They play some sneaky games. Minnesota's been kind of weird, like good and bad. They played terrible against Cleveland last week. So, uh, and I feel I, I apologize to all those Swifters and Hawkers out there. Uh, we played them too, and apparently Chicago's just good against running backs and tight ends. That's just the thing. So, bad week or two isn't going to stop you from playing them. There, you're playing them, obviously. Um, and yeah, three losses by one score for Minnesota, all of which they should have won at this point. And I think they're the new Chargers. I'm going to claim them as the new chargers. Um, I think this is the get right game, obviously for Minnesota, but I, I want to see, I want to see Detroit win. All right. My start is Mr. Thielen. Uh, it might be a little late, but in case someone starts getting cute and worried about Thielen, I feel like people have been sitting Thielen here and there. Cause they're probably the third wide receiver. You got a flex. Or you pick someone out of waiver wires. He's averaging eight targets a game and it, he's always going to have them. He's a red zone target down there. Um, obviously Conklin had that touchdown against Seattle. I just, I don't know why or how, Thielen's the the red zone target down there, but you're starting him at all times, like in, until further notice. Um, and then my sit actually is Kirk Cousins here. It's tough because you're starting all stars on all teams, but after watching Monty and then Williams torch the Lions, I have to assume Cook's just in for a huge day. And honestly, if they go up too early, Cousins and Cousins doesn't throw a touchdown early, you're pretty much screwed, like because like they don't need to do anything. Um, the Vikings defense looks a little bit improved the last two weeks after letting Burrow and Kyler torch them, but, uh, the Lions could make this a ball game and that's what you you're hoping for if you have cousins, but the Lions have looked so bad. And my stop is the Lions, the Lions defense, just, just stop, stop a team, stop a drive, get a pick, do something, stop anything, like anything (laughs) at all. And like, I don't understand how they can go and stop Lamar Jackson, but not David Montgomery. Not saying David Montgomery, this is not a slide at Montgomery. I love Montgomery. But how do you stop Lamar Jackson, one of the most versatile pass rush, pass and rusher? I, I I just, I don't get it. Like, Dan Campbell, get back what you did the first few weeks. You look scary. Get creative. Like, go out there before you get fired because I like him. I, I, I like his intensity. I, I want to keep seeing him. I want him to win some games so he can keep his job and, you know, retool for next year. Yeah, I agree, man. Stop somebody, though, seriously. It would, it would sure be nice. Not this week, though, because I got some Vikings players I really like. Chew so. their was it? Chew their would, kneecaps off? Beat the kneecaps? I don't even remember like what that. I would. I would just love to Dan see the Campbell. Lions go out there and just fucking torch the Vikings, though. You know what I mean? Like, that would how be fucking awesome. awesome would that be? Like, they put up fifty points and the the Vikings put up like fourteen. It won't happen, but it'd be cool. That's like Dan Campbell wanting to outman the other team. Dude, he he looks scary out there the first couple weeks, man. And I just I want him I want him to I want him to keep I want him to keep his job. And it, do you think if Dan Campbell had the option, he would just fight the other head coach and that whoever won that fight wins just the actual the, game? At, they wouldn't the even play the football club. game. Yeah, they wouldn't even play the football game. That he would just fight them. I absolutely think he would do that. I think he probably would too. honestly, if we did a fight club for the NFL uh, coaches, I think he'd he'd be up there. 
Dan Campbell would 100 percent be up at least be in sure. the championship. I don't know. Tomlin Tomlin looks feisty too. Tomlin he's a little older though. Yeah. All right, Joe. All right. <laughs> next, so next game. We're going to canoe on down to Jacksonville for the next one. <laughs> um, TIAA Bank Stadium where we have grind down there. Yeah, you want to grind on down there? <laughs> uh, um, with uh, Tennessee and Jacksonville, we got an over-under of 48.5 and a very, very slight chance of rain. It is Florida. It is the afternoon. It could rain at any point, so who really knows there? Uh, give me some J-Rob in this one. Give me some J-Rob. We got to have J-Rob in it. He's going to have a big game. I think losing Chark will hurt this team a lot, but Tennessee couldn't stop a leaky faucet at the moment. So I think Chenault's a good play. Marvin Jones is very serviceable. You're starting Robinson. Um, I guess that means you start T-Law too. I'm not really sure. Um, Julio and A.J. Brown are still very questionable with this game with no real update as of Wednesday at 10-6 at 8.52 Central Time. So we hope to hear more as we go. If they start, they have a great matchup. Um, so I wouldn't start both of them or whoever, whichever one of them starts. Um, if they do not play, McNichols and Reynolds pretty much took over all the snaps in their absence last week. Uh, McNichols would be a great PPR play in DFS or in a really deep league if uh, if they are not able to go this week. So um, we're starting, I mean, pretty much everyone. We're sitting Ryan Tannehill because, shit, we're dropping him now. And then, <laughs> I mean, stop. Uh, Don't even have to sit him. Just send him straight to waivers. drop him. <laughs> just, just fucking dropping him. Uh, just stop, stop everything with either one of these teams. Um, that's all I got. What? Just turn it around, mention, both of you. Fair enough. You didn't mention Urban Meyer. Yeah. All right, I'm good. Urban uh, Meyer. No. Uh, so. I just love it. I don't even remember what I was going to say anymore. God, that song is matter. stuck in my head now. It doesn't matter. Because... Oh, oh, I love I love how Joe said the, the, the date, time, and uh, time zone. Like, as if all news isn't basically the same at the end of Wednesday. Hey, but to be fair, I guess, I guess if to it be comes fair, out the UK tomorrow morning, then there's name. Well, not to mention the UK listeners as well. That's a little bit like their their days are right. a little different. They get news at different times. But they're if you're listening to them, you listen to American football, though. I mean, you should know that, like, the news is Wednesday and whatever. Anyway. All right. What you, what you got, Bill? All right. Well, we're going to go to Monday Night Football. Dun, 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 dun. dun, dun, I, w- dun, dun. I wish they could flex this game out. <laughs> so it's Baltimore <laughs> versus Indianapolis. Um, I know when they booked this, they thought Indianapolis was going to be a, a little bit better than they are, but it's 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 not gone well in uh, – Indianapolis this year, so I think it's a fair fight, though. Both the teams are kind of like. I, I think Baltimore's got the clear edge. I'll take um, a fireball bet on that. No, I'm just kidding. I was about to say, <laughs> okay. Um, my start for this game is actually going to be Naheem Hines. I think that Indianapolis is going to play from behind in this game, so I think Hines has a good opportunity to do what he does best. It does his patch catching. Might not mean good things for Jonathan Taylor. Hopefully, it's close so they could actually run the ball because they thrive. They win a game when Jonathan Taylor has a hundred yards rushing, just saying. So hopefully they can capitalize on this week. Uh, my sit for this week is Wentz. I think that Baltimore's defense is going to tee off on him a lot in this game. Um, Indianapolis O-line does not look good. And I, I, I think the pass catchers might be okay, but I think Wentz, especially in the game where, you, you know, if you're losing, uh, points for sacks. I think that Wentz would be a bad play this week. I think Wentz is a bad play every week. Show me who's playing Wentz right now. But I, I mean, nobody is. But sitting him this week for sure. He might he might be in the droppable section. We'll have to get to that. Uh, and my stop is everyone who doubted Lamar Jackson. He is back. He is finally okay. connecting with his wide receivers. You know, they might actually be catching the ball. We saw that uh, Hollywood Brown was not scared of the football this past week. It's good to see, you know. And I think Lamar Jackson's back. I think he can finally connect on those balls. I think he can, you know, he's finally finding lanes where he can run a little bit better. Uh, the first couple of weeks were a little weird because he looked like he could not play football as far as throwing it, but 
it appears to be better. So I think better days are ahead, and I think this will be a good contest for him to really get going. I just he he played a good game against Denver. I will say that, but I, I can't say Denver's that. a good defense. I, I can't say I can't say he's back as of yet. He had, okay. he, well, he played good against Denver. He played good as a passing back, and did he get a second three hundred yard passing game or something like that? Something like that. I think in his career, I'm just I don't I know. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm out this on Lamar Jackson. This is a good springboard game back in action. Well, I see, think, the thing is, is you probably didn't draft him this year. Not you, but everybody. Oh, I did. You thought it wasn't. Oh, you did. Okay, well, good I actually you. traded him for Jalen Hurts and Daniel Jones in a super flex, which I'm pretty excited. You about. definitely did. That's actually a good trade. That's about even value. But yep. That's all I got. Sure is another Poopgate game, then I will fully believe in Lamar Jackson. I want him to throw up on the sideline. Although that's yeah, the game last year where he had to go shit himself. Oh, I know. I watched came back and won. It's Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. That's right. Baker played the game of his fucking life. That was a great game. Yeah. Um, I just want to say I'm I'm not a believer in Lamar Jackson. I think he's I think he's great because he's athletic. I don't think he's a real quarterback though. It's it's Jalen Hurts. It's good for fantasy, not good for real football. Jalen Hurts actually looks good as a quarterback, though. And eight games. Okay. Lamar Jackson has had 30. We'll talk about this later. Okay. Um, all right. So let's move on to probably America's game of the week. I tried to Google it, but it didn't it didn't tell me. Uh, but it's Dallas, so you know it's their game of the week, and it's at three o'clock. So Dallas, oh, New York yeah. Giants, thousand percent. Then I just I didn't actually see it, but I just assume. Anyway, the Giants got a win and Saquon is back. I don't know. And the Cowboys are rolling. Looks so back. this this should make it for a good game. At least fantasy, the Cowboys will win the game probably. They look good. Uh, my start here is Tony Pollard. Um, and I know you're thinking maybe the Giants, you know, go go down so early that Zeke just runs all over the place. But we saw what his floor was last week when Zeke had a good game. He still got 10 carries and still put up points. So this is most likely what you're going to get when they're playing a good team. And I feel like this is going to be a bad team. Most likely they'll, they'll be winning at least in the fourth quarter. And I don't think they're going to waste Zeke on that. So I think they'll roll him out late in the game. And I think he's going to give us a trash time points, probably catch a, a touchdown before that even. So uh, my sit was really tough here because the Giants don't really have anyone to sit. Cause like you're, I mean, you're still starting Daniel Jones because if you have him in like dynasty or something like that, you have to start him. And like, I mean, you probably sit him if you have anyone better than him. So I get it. But like Galladay, I want to play Galladay. I especially if all these people are still out, Slayton and Shepard as of right now, 3 p.m., nine o'clock Central Standard Time. Uh document. I'm okay with Tony as well. I just I don't I don't know. I'm not excited about Tony. I just feel like Galladay's been getting targets before all these injuries, and he got targets last week and he looked good. So probably gets in the end zone. But my sit here is the Cowboys defense. I think everyone here is thinking that and I hate defensive special teams, but I think everyone's just thinking that this team is going to put up fantasy points and Daniel Jones. And I'll be it. I just feel like Daniel Jones is going to put up points, even if it's trash time points, like they'll go up, but Daniel Jones is going to get 400 yards and defensive special teams. You, unless they get an interception touchdown, you're really not getting the points. The yards is going to fuck you. The points is going to fuck you. It's going to be a high scoring game, no matter what, even with the Cowboys defense, either they go up really early and the giants just kind of weasel it way back and score a touchdown at two, Two minutes left, even though they're down by three. Um, I just think it's going to be a gritty game. Division games really are. So I'm just, I just think you start all your stars here. Um, my stop though is stop asking the questions. Insert team name, aka the Cowboys. Are they a Super Bowl team? Firstly, we knew the Cowboys would be good when Dak returned. Secondly, it's Week Four. Literally, any team could win the Super Bowl. Like any of them. They won't, but the, any team could potentially make a run and be that team. Thirdly, the Cowboys always choke, and they will again this year. And fourthly, go Birds. <laughs> tweet, tweet. Tweet, okay. tweet. Tweet, tweet. Sorry, I saw a news report about it, and it was like, are the Cowboys a Super Bowl contender? And it was like, are anyone who's won at 3-1 and one right now a Super Bowl contender? Yes. Like, it's the dumbest fucking news story I've ever seen. Clickbait. Agreed. All right, Joe. All right, guys, we're going to hop on our puddle jumper and fly that down to Cincinnati, where Green Bay is going to take on Cincinnati in Paul Brown Stadium. Uh, can we get some real news on Mixon here? We got Taylor saying day to day. We got someone else saying week to week. I mean, what is it? Come on, this is ridiculous. 
this injuries are starting to pile up on both teams here, um, especially in the defensive backfield. So we got Jerry Alexander, who might not play this week for Green Bay, and Kevin King, who might not play for this week. That would leave Eric Stokes taking on number one duties against Jamar Chase with the possibility of Higgins being out. So bear with me and do the algorithms here. Jamar Chase is going to have a monster fucking game if that happens. So I got him going for over 100 yards and two touchdowns in this one. Uh, we are going to start Aaron Jones. He does not look right to me, but we're going to start him. Not too worried about the A.J. Dillon thing. That'll be just fine. J-Rob shredded this defense last week, so I think Aaron Jones is going to have a big day. I am not buying on the C.J. Uzama performance from last week, um, but I, I think Boyd is still the guy who's the number two behind Chase there. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a good game. So my start for this week is Jamar Chase. My sit is CJ Uzama. Don't buy into it. Randall Cobb. Don't buy into it. And Robert Tunyon. Now I dropped Robert Tunyon in the one league I had him in. So that means he is going to score three touchdowns this week. So if you're ballsy, start him, but I wouldn't. And, uh, we'll just stop. <laughs> Obviously, he's stop not the vague news. We'll stop the vague news. Uh, I'm tired of these coaches. I'm tired of all these reports. Just tell us what we need to know. Just make life easy. You're, you're not – Cincinnati really thinks they're going to game plan against Green Bay. They're high. So just give us real news. That's all I ask. Green Bay camp wins news. this one. Okay. It's all camp news, man. Camp news. Surprised to hear that. Okay. Surprised to hear what? Surprised to hear Green Bay is going to beat Cincinnati? No. I'm just, you know, fake news. All right. I'll get on my last game. It's controversial, by the way, what I'm about to say in this game. So, as if anything we've hatches. said on this podcast has been not controversial. Batten down the hatches. So, Cleveland versus the Chargers is the next the last oh, game. Oh, god damn it! On my on my uh, thing. So, my start for this week is Mike Will and Keenan Allen. Uh, Cleveland, if you're want, if you're willing to, if you're wanting to beat Cleveland, you beat them passing the ball down the field. Their secondary is mm, not great. It's okay. Not great, though. They could be had. Um, they're really good at pass interfering. Pass interferencing? Pass yeah, whatever. Inter- I don't know. Whatever. Pick you know, they're, good at, they're really good at doing that. So if you're, willing to, if you're wanting to pa- uh, pass on Cleveland, you can do it. My sit for this week, Austin Eckler. I'm telling you, put him on your bench. That is is going to seem like something you shouldn't do because he's your first round draft pick probably, or maybe even second round. If you got him, if you got lucky, he's not doing shit this week. You cannot be a running back against the Cleveland Browns defense. And I have four weeks of, of, of evidence to tell me that it's not going to go well for Austin Eckler this week. So sit Austin Eckler. And I'm going to, my stop is Cleveland pass catchers. Do not put one on your team. Do not start them in your lineup. It's not happening. So just you're going to throw OBJ back out there. You're going to think, okay, this is finally the week. I hope it is. Probably not, though. Um, I think Derwin James is going to be flying around that secondary, and I don't think that he's going to do well. Yes, Josh. I have many comments, and I kept them to myself. I tried to let you – I know you even paused for me at one point. And I, was I like, did pause no, for you because I thought you were going to say something, but it's right. fine. Austin Eckler, as reports have said, and as the announcers have said, is not a household name. No, he's, he's a different weirdly. breed. He's a different breed. This man is a fucking monster. Whether he's not running the ball, he's catching the ball. And if they're losing, which it could be a close game, so if they're ever losing at any point in time, they're going to find a way to get Eckler the ball. Do not sit Austin guess Eckler what the, guess ever what the in top, your goddamn career. Guess what the top pass catching back has done against the Browns this year? Who have been the top pass? Who have been the pass catching backs? Uh, we got Ceh, Dalvin Cook, Mark, uh, David Montgomery, and Mark Ingram ish. Okay, so one of those guys was an actual pass catching running back. Um, the okay, other ones how many how many like, yards do you think he had? Um, I don't I don't know. Twenty four. Was that Guess the game what? that was that the game that Dalvin Cook got injured in too? No, he wasn't okay. injured going into that game. He put he started. No. Sure. So what do you think the top rusher has done against the Browns this year? Well, they've been 43 two, yards. There's 43 two, yards. There's been two good running backs that's gone against them. So Okay. So David Montgomery and Dalvin Cook, both of them under 50 yards rushing. So you got under 50 yards rushing, 
under 20 yards pass or okay. under 25 do not yards listen. I don't, I don't care about your stats. Eckler's going to be, okay. you're going to play Eckler. You're not going to sit would, Eckler. I would not. The past talked the, about playing your stars run defense. Okay. That's fine. I'm saying in this game, I would legitimately not play him. That's also. So this actually isn't a, 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 anything against you is at one point. I, or I think it's on ESPN right now is the video is what to do with Keenan Allen. And it's like, what to do with Keenan Allen? You start him. Like, yeah, he, and I'm did, saying that's just that's because he's true. not catching, just because the last two weeks he didn't catch a, a 40 yard pass doesn't mean you ever sit him. He scored like 10 points last week, seven catches for 30 yards. I'm all about it at all times. Like, I'll take 10 points at the very least. Which the is Browns run defense is so good that it does not matter what running back is going against them. It's not okay. happening. I, I'm not saying, I'm not, this is not against the, the, the Browns defense. This is about you start Eckler. At all times, that's fine. If, oh, okay. you're, well, if you're wanting well, to not get points from him, that's fine. But well, if let's you're say expecting it. him to win you your week, it's not happening. What about if what about if Christian McCaffrey was going against him? Would you sit Christian McCaffrey? Healthy yes, McCaffrey. I wouldn't start anybody against his deep run defense. It's so good, like it's so good. I'm I'm so don't good. know what else to say. So, so good. Man. All right, I'm I'm good on this. Um, it's fine. Let's head on down you to see the. We were doing the one arm pull ups the other day. Yeah, good. he's yeah. goddamn. So, Human pinball. Yeah. Yeah. Miles or what did they call him? They called him pound. Uh, his nickname is pound for pound PFP. That's speaking that's of, a, I, speaking of Miles Garrett, breakfast I love, bowl for Miles I love, Garrett. <laughs> I love how Miles Garrett goes. I go sleeveless one game and I get drug tested. It's true, dude. Do you see him in that? Do you see him in that picture? He looks swole, dude. He's a monster, but he does wear sleeves usually because Cleveland, mm-hmm. you know, who the fuck knows what's happening up there. All right. Anyway. Down to the Paris or up to the Paris of Appalachia. Um, that is a nickname for Pittsburgh, which is phenomenal. Um, <laughs> Denver, Pittsburgh, which I am coining the no QB bowl. Um, as of now, Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger is questionable to play, which would mean that do you even start anyone from Pittsburgh? I don't know. If Dwayne Haskins is is even the backup, I feel like because right now it's, it's, Mason, it's Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. It's Mason and Rudolph. I don't want any That's part sad. of that. I don't want any part of anyone on that team except for Najee, obviously. Um, but yeah, the Broncos on their hand are coming off an embarrassing loss to the Ravens, um, after, you know, beating three terrible teams. So they really got a wake up call there. Uh, and Teddy Bridgewater has a concussion, although he is progressing, they say, but he still has not practiced. So you got to keep an eye on that. But my start at this point is Cortland Sutton and fan. And this is if Bridgewater plays, but even if Locke plays, I, I don't think you can sit Sutton and fan. I know Sutton had a, a bad game. Uh, he's not looking perfect, but he did still have eight targets. And I feel like even with a terrible Drew Locke in there, he's just going to chuck the ball to his two best guys, basically. So Pittsburgh's also going to make them throw because they know that Denver has a run game, even though it hasn't been working. But they have two running backs who are basically the same guy. I still don't understand that. So they have to bank on Drew Locke throwing the ball at this point or Teddy Bridgewater even. Uh, my sit is literally all running backs. I... Denver's great against the run. Um, I just have a feeling that they can stop Najee Harris. I get that you're not going to. I wouldn't. I mean, if I had <laughs> Najee Harris, I'm starting him anywhere. But um, I'm just saying, I think that the running backs temper expectations here, uh, especially Javante and Melvin Gordon. I'm tired of trying to predict Javante's breakout game. It hasn't happened, and it's not happening against the Steelers who haven't allowed a 100-yard rusher this season. So obviously any of these running backs could get a one yard touchdown and Najee Harris will probably catch 14 balls out of the backfield for some goddamn reason. Um, my, my stop is stop forgetting to the Steelers. This is stop forgetting about Juju. He isn't the wide receiver. You thought he was when you let go of AB. We all get that. You guys get that. I hope at this point, but he can be a great receiver. Just give him a chance. Use him in the slot, give him good targets and let him run. Stop throwing deep balls to him. He can't catch them. I love Juju, but he can't catch the goddamn ball. So stop. Stop doing it. It's not working. And if you do, get a competent quarterback to actually throw him the ball. That would be beneficial for everyone. And Juju's a phenomenal wide receiver. You keep throwing these like weird jump balls to Juju. He's not that tall. He's not going to make the play. Just chill on Juju. And if you're a Juju owner, don't, don't panic right now. He's still great. So here is what my question is for you all about Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, say this season keeps going the way that it's going for Pittsburgh. Why not trade Juju? It's on a one-year deal, so it's not like you're going to have to, you know. Get a sixth rounder or something. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you do that? 
And why wouldn't Juju want that? He could choose where he gets to go. Um, I, I'm tired of seeing the talent wasted by Juju. Like, they just don't use him right. They throw him these, like, streak routes like he's Tyree Kill. And he's well, not. They're, and I they're mean, not going to give him a contract after this season, or they would have done it this No, I, I think what his plan, I think I talked about this in the offseason, was he his plan was to get have a good season, which he was started off pretty decent for the first couple games. And basically get a good a, the contract he deserves, which is higher than what he played last year. So that's his problem. But like, why not get traded? Why didn't he go to the Chiefs, man? That's what I'm saying. Like, you're Baltimore telling me that you're, you're telling me the Chiefs sense. wouldn't trade for him right now, or well, Pittsburgh and Baltimore. The Eagles would never. The trade. Eagles, it'd be great. You know, what I mean? he doesn't have to drive. Oh, that okay, far. he probably wants to go to a contender, but you know. And that's your problem. You don't think the Eagles are a contender. <laughs> I don't, but we actually have a really easy schedule after this week in Tampa Bay. So I'm looking forward to those, those weeks. Okay. God, I can't wait for those weeks. <laughs> Hopefully better, better weeks ahead for the Eagles. We, we, right. we seriously have, uh, we'll talk finish, about it later. Finish this out, Joe. All right, guys, we're going to hop on our razor scooter <laughs> and scoot on down to our nation's capital. <laughs> at FedEx Field, where New Orleans is going to take on the Washington football team. So I think uh, rushing is really going to be hard to come by for Washington on the Saints defense. I anticipate that McLaurin and Curtis Samuel, welcome back, sir, are going to be the primary offensive weapons for Washington. Samuel is a great DFS play this week, and since Logan Thomas is out, I think he's going to get the second most targets on the team there. Uh, Gibson is a start, although I believe he will do most of his damage through the air as well. The Saints offense is going to need to change their whole game plan because they are not going to be able to run very easily against Washington. They're going to have to throw against these defensive backs here. Washington's been beat through the air this whole time. I cannot tell you who to start at this point of New Orleans wide receivers, and I would actually advise you to sit every New Orleans wide receiver. You should um, already be doing that. You should. I don't know why why you would be anyway, but Kamara will be the weapon used. And with Tony Jones hurt, a logical person would expect Kamara to have at least 10 catches, but Jameis does not check the ball down. And don't get uh, it. Kamara had zero targets last week. It's pretty ridiculous. So I am honestly praying that this game, they switch to Taysom Hill solely for fantasy purposes. Um, understandable that you want to go with Jameis, but just put Taysom in there and see what happens. So my start for this week is geared towards Sean Payton. Um, start Taysom Hill. And uh, actually, it's Curtis Samuel is my start this week. Uh, we're going to sit every New Orleans player not named Alvin Kamara. And we are going to stop not throwing to Alvin Kamara. So Dude. that is that Preach. is it. I think Washington wins it pretty easily. Can, can I just get like a seven catch game for Kamara? I don't even care what he does on the top of it. He can have 30 yards total. That's all he, he did wants- last year. I just want seven catches from him. I'm so tired of him not throwing the ball to him. And Tony Jones goes, Tony Jones was catching balls. And it's like, why are you not throwing tomorrow? It's stupid. Mm-hmm. But real quick, there is 60% chance of rain in this game. So passing like might be hard to come by. Do it. I like your weather reports. No, I'm excited for winter, man. I actually was looking at the weather here. and they all looked clear. So I don't know what I'm looking at and what you're looking at, but you got a way <laughs> better one than I do apparently or worse. I don't know. We'll find out on it's Sunday. Hey, it did actually snow in Minnesota last week. It was just flurries, but it was still interesting to see already. Man, gotcha. NBA's coming up. Hockey's coming up. Football, know, hoodie man. weather, Halloween, Thanksgiving. I'm so excited. It's, it's National Football Month. We talked about this. Or National National, national Sports Month. I'm sorry. National, My apologies. National Possum Appreciation Day right here. All right. Uh, are we coining this right now? What is this? Yeah. October 6th. October 6th. Oh, well, actually, should we call it October 7th? Because that's when they're going to listen to it. 10-7. Yeah. They we'll just call it October. It. Let's call no, it we'll do a little. We'll do a little social media post for you guys tomorrow because this is Possum Appreciation Day. October 7th. That's when this will come out. So October October, uh, October 7th is now our uh, Possum Appreciation Day. So, Would you all rather have CJ Uzama or Dallas Godert? Why, why Godert? Why can't you pronounce it correctly? What is it? Godair? What is it? Goddard. Goddard. Dallas I'd rather Goddard. Dallas Goddard. Goddard has the chance. Okay, for one, Goddard's been serviceable this whole time. Uzama had a couple of good games, or one good game. My apologies. And I get I get it, the logic of it. But Goddard still has the possibility of Earths getting traded. I got to replace Logan Thomas, so I'm wondering. Oh, but, is Goddard in free agency? 
He is. Oh my honestly. god! All right, well, let's add that to the watch. Pick up Goddard if he's available. If you have Goddard, Godard. you need to remember that. Yeah. Godard. For some reason, I keep saying Godet. Like he's Godard. like Godet. Godet. I don't know why I keep doing that. I don't know. The, the Godet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I don't know why I keep doing that. But all right, that's all we got for this week. That's your game previews for Week Five. Go win you some games this week. If you're 0-4 like myself in one league, hopefully this will be the week that you go 1-4. and That would be great. But who knows? 0-5 also sounds appetizing. <laughs> follow, us on, follow us on Twitter, at Offensive Points. Follow us on YouTube, actually, at the IDP Army. We're going to have clips from this show on there. We're gonna follow us at the IDP Army on TikTok. Going to have clips from this podcast on there as well. Um, what, anything else to plug? Is that it? All we got? I, yeah, I got, I'm good for now. We'll talk about it next week. Nice. Okay. Joe, get us out of here. All right, guys. I hope you have a wonderful week five. Sit back, drink some beer, have fun with your friends, your family. Just have a good time. Enjoy it. Urban Meyer. Yeah. Yeah.